Garrett. Yes, Trevor? Did you have uh, something you wanted to tell me? Well, yes, I do. Uh, you know, I, I decided, you know, we like to drink hot tea before every episode, so... Right. I was pouring us a, a beautiful glass of Celestial Seasonings tea. Ah, oh, yes. I was very excited. You let me smell it. Like you always do. It, it's very, very good. It's very uh, fragrant. Very, and, very powerful. you know, it brings up a, a wonderful discussion mm. I would love I would love to talk about with you. Yeah. Which is all about Celestial Seasonings tea. Um, so, would you like me to talk an hour about this hot tea brand? Uh, No. I give you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, you got anything going on today that you? Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh, actually, I do. Yeah. I'm supposed to be uh, um, cleaning the plumbing system in a uh, uh, Russian bathhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you? I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm giving you a, a service by making you not do that. Well. <laughs> Speaking of service, <laughs> my friend, trust me, you're the one missing out, not me. So I'm going to need to get at the, at the heck out of here at uh, one hour. Okay. i got well, a timer here. Yeah, go ahead and start the hour. Okay. First off, uh, take a big sip of that uh, beautiful Celestial Seasonings tea. Mm. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. That is good. Tastes like candy. Well, let's see how good it tastes throughout the hour. <clears throat> so we're going to continue. This is a... This is... That was our control group. That was our control before okay. we, we before we. So as we in. delve deeper, we take a sip. Every time you make a cogent point, we take a sip. Trenton, tell me next time you would like to take a sip. We'll sip it together. Can I take a sip? Yeah, you can take a sip. Okay, because yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty thirsty. That's it's really it's good. very good. Very good. All right, so who is Celestial Seasonings Tea? Well, Celestial Seasonings Tea is the largest manufacturer of tea in North America, founded in Boulder. Colorado mm. by a man called Mo Siegel. All right, Mo Siegel. Mo Siegel. Okay. Uh, and this was back in 1969. What a name! That yeah. a good year. <laughs> <laughs> good year. <laughs> they created Sleepy Time Tea, which you might have seen. <gasps> I saw it with the little bear. With the little bear, yes. Yeah. They created Sleepy Time Tea, and it's actually the most popular tea blends, blends, if not one of the most popular tea blends in the entire world. Um, they rake in. More than a hundred million dollars every single year for the sale of their tea. Yes. Question. Uh, see, I, no, I've seen celestial seasonings around, right? Yes. But I always saw more of like twinings and stuff. So, yeah. like, what? Where's the statistics? How are they beating twinings? Uh, well, it's what's just, the runner-up? Well, I don't know. I listen. There's so much and I you, have to get to. You just want me to believe you? This is on their website. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm believing their word as gospel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. On the website, they claim to carry 105 different types of tea in variations, and they Valid. sell 1.6 billion, with a B, cups of Bubba tea Bubba. every year. Oh, my. Um, That's quite a bit. That's uh, more than I would expect from a tea maker. Would you like to take a sip real quick? Yes. Yes. Mmm. Now, it tastes richer. It does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Seriously. No, now it tastes like a freaking a, a, a boom pop from the ice cream man. It, it tastes really nice. Doesn't it? Now, what if I told you the whole company is wrapped up in a cult? <laughs> hmm. Well, that's not what I would have guessed. That believes racist ideologies, aliens visiting Earth, and the belief in eugenics. 
consider me intrigued, sir. <laughs> you know what I like. Now, you remember the name Mo Siegel? Eugenics, not racism. You, you, well, both. I'm not racist. I just like to breed people. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you're on a five-minute uh, timeout. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I am going to uh, continue, because I think you want to know, uh, what do I mean by the fact that this... This cult comes from this most popular tea brand in the world. Okay, well, yes. Founder now, name? Mo Siegel. Mo Siegel. Oh, he did. He he made the cult. He's the founder of this tea company, and he is into some absolutely freaky stuff. Mm. Um, like sleepy time. <laughs> That's it, sicko. <laughs> freaker wants to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Gross. So this, this the same year, 1969, as you said, good year. Good year. Because uh, not only did he fi- found Celestial Seasonings, he also discovered a book. The Urantia book. <laughs> what is the Urantia book, you asked, Trent? Uh, what, what is the Urantia book? Well. <laughs> Talk about leading the witness. <laughs> <laughs> the Urantia book is a 2,097-page religious text... 2,097? Yeah, pages of religious text. That's longer than the Bible. And it was written at some point between 1924 and 1955. 1924, good year. 1945? 55. 55. Good year. (laughs) By good years. Man, you're old. (laughs) Yeah. And it was made in the Windy City of Chicago. Mm. Um, It has no credited author. Why does it have no credited author? You asked, Trim. <laughs> uh, uh, Garrett, why does it have no credited author? Well, uh, well, we're gonna have to get into that before. But I'll get back to that. Ah, right. you know, that's my thing. <laughs> you have to say we'll get. Well, come up with something else. We're go- instead we're going to be uh, taking a, a step back from your Antia book. Kind of weird because I just brought it up. Yeah, but I need to, it seems kind of pointless. <laughs> I actually need to bring up actually two more players in this story: uh, physicians and well-known racists Lena and William S. Sadler. 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 William S. Sadler. He's the most famous of the racists mm. uh, uh, in this story. Mm. Um, okay, so William S. Sadler wrote was a writer and also a physician at the time, and this is like the early 1900s, right? Mm. Um, he decided uh, to write lots of books about science, and one book he wrote was called Race Decadence. Race Decadence. Yes. Okay. And that is an over 400-page book talking... Sorry, that, those that, That's an over 400-page book that he wrote, and it's talking about how the Nordic race is the superior race, and how all others are closer to Neanderthals, and how they are stupid criminals who don't deserve to breed. <sighs> Sounds like a freaking terrible person, William S. Sadler. I was gonna ironically say he sounded cool, but I don't want my <laughs> I don't want that to be out of context. I mean, I mean, have you seen the Vikings? The Nordics? Yeah. I do not care what you're about to say. It's not a joke okay. that's worth to be <laughs> worthy to be said. Okay. I'm sorry. Hey, still high five. High five would have been funny. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> been playing Valhalla a lot. <laughs> well, in 1911, okay. Can I take a sip of my tea? Yes, of, of, of course. How's it taste? Mm. Tastes like the Norse. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> their bones. <laughs> uh, well, in 1911, uh, William, <laughs> <Good year. laughs> William Sadler and his wife, Lena, got a knock on the door. Who is it? Well, it's their neighbor. <laughs> it's your neighbor. Yes. Um, so it was the neighbor's wife came over and was like, please, Sadlers, please, my husband, he, every time he goes to sleep, he's in a very big, long sleep, and I can't wake him up. I can't wake him up. I hate those words, long sleep. (laughs) It takes, it takes forever for me to wake him up. You gotta help him. That's Um, scary. It's, it's, yeah, he's having trouble waking up. You didn't tell me Junji Ito was part of this. Oh, no. But who knows? He could be a very big reader of the Urantia book. We'll find out later. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, okay. So the Saddlers were like, okay, I love your neighbor. I love you. We'll take a look at it. We'll take a little crack at your, uh, at your husband. Mm-hmm. See what's going on. Okay. So apparently, uh, according to the legend, while he was sleeping, he was being contacted as a vessel from a uh, being of another world. Uh, a celestial being, if you were. Mm. Um, and the Saddlers, uh, what they did is, like, the guy would be talking. Mm. And instead of thinking, like, these physicians thinking, well, this is a really bad mental illness, right? This guy is speaking while he's sleeping and stuff. What they decide to do is they believe every single word of it. And they're like... This person who is sleeping is completely unconscious, but he's being contacted by an alien or an angel or something. That that seems like a logical leap. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. for a physician, a famous right. famous physician. <laughs> right. Um, but this is 1911. We might well as well have been in 1804 because uh, he, se- he seems to be uh, in some type of coma. I've seen this before, seen it a lot of times, but I think he is being contacted <laughs> by a celestial being. This person who is in this padded cell, who is talking about being uh, the next Jesus Christ, who is eating his his feces right now. I think he's making a lot of sense. <laughs> he's making a lot of sense. Take a sip. Tastes like feces. <laughs> Doesn't it? You know wow. what? It's still pretty good, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's still pretty good. <laughs> well, what the Saddlers did is what they did is they wrote, like, everything down, what this guy said. Okay. They wrote it down, like, religiously, and they were, like, freaking out, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And supposedly... Is he their god? <laughs> every single page that was written down at that time became the Urantia book. It was, hold on, 2,000 pages of ramblings? Yeah, of a person who was unconscious and talking in their sleep. You're kidding me. That's a lot of pages. That is is what happened. How long did they watch them? Weeks? Uh, I think a very long time. I think it's like like 197 different papers or something, and each paper was a session that they were writing everything down. Good gosh. Um, And it turns out, right... The celestial being, this angel, this alien, whatever it is, like that is speaking through this person as a vessel, like a satellite dish, is being beamed these messages from the space and from the ether sphere or whatever, right? Um, turns out uh, they are just as racist as the Saddlers. Well, that's convenient. Weird, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like the Saddlers wrote it, but it, th- there's no way that could happen because. It's a celestial being. The person was asleep who was speaking out out from like a satellite dish. It's weird. It's now, was anyone wonderful. listening into these uh, 
Or was it just the Saddlers and the Unconscious Man? I believe it was just the Saddlers. Mm. And then there was, like, people that, like, a small group of, like, 30 people of the Saddlers' closest, like, friends. They were the ones who, like, told them all about this. And then they made, like, this thing called the Urantia Foundation, which I will get back to that. Now, I'm not saying this is malarkey, but, uh, seems a little suspicious. Still tastes nice. Still tastes like feces. Yeah. <laughs> really, really fragrant. Okay, so... So, uh, you know, out of all the people in the entire world, like the billions of people that are on planet Earth, yep. even at the time, in 1911, it's very crazy that, like, using their logic, right, the only person to, like, hear this and record it was a person who already published books... Right. And also believed everything already that the alien said. Well, like I said, pretty convenient. Very convenient. Yeah. Mary Sue in this story. Yeah, pretty, yeah very much. Um, so, let's talk about what's inside the book, right? So, uh-huh. the book is actually filled with uh, lots of outdated science inside of it. Okay. Um, well, that's to be expected, I guess. When was this? 19... what? 1911 to, uh, like, around... Like, it said it was, like, written sometime within the 1925s and the 1955s, but the right. thing actually happened at 1911. It's it's all very oh, muddy. okay. Okay, I got I got confused because I was thinking it was, like, 1969, but that's when Celestial Seasonings. Yes, exactly. That was when Mo. Oh, took, man, took hold on. Range. Hold on. I just saw some deep foreshadowing with the name Celestial Seasonings. <laughs> We'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. So the book, the Urantia book, is filled with lots of outdated information. Um, that only a person who was alive at this time would believe. And, like, it's just all of its outdated science. Mm. There is a laundry list of things that, like, that that is different mm. on Wikipedia. But I have, like, one example right here. Like, okay, so back... In the early 1900s, there was a belief that Mercury did not spin around the mm. sun. Okay. Because they thought Mercury acted like to the sun how our moon acts, where there's only one face towards the Earth, and then it just spins with the same face facing us. Ah. Uh, and that's what they believed uh, for a very, very long time. And in the book, in the Urantia book, it says exactly what we said how Mercury works. And it always faced one way. Well, turns out, the alien is just as outdated... Turns out. It it turns out (laughs) that Mercury turns. Hmm. Gotcha, alien. (laughs) And so, this alien um, was wrong. Isn't that kooky and crazy? Why do you pick Earth to do a satellite when he clearly doesn't know anything about our solar system? Hey, you know, aliens can make mistakes. You know, give the freaker a break. Come on now. <laughs> um, this whole, like, theory was, like, bunk- debunked in 1967. As soon as we got telescopes that can actually see how Mercury spins. Mm. And they were like, huh. So, uh, makes you wonder, if this was a higher being, how does it not know stuff that I had to learn about in third grade? <laughs> Listen, that's unfair. That's an unfair metric you're using. Okay. Am I smarter than a god? See if a, if a, if a human made that mistake, you'd be like, ah, honest mistake. An alien makes it, you want to shoot him in the face. But Come you on. know what? I've never been there, and I, that you know it could be optics. You know, that's what I'm saying. Trick of the light. Yeah. This is one of the many instances from the book which uses outdated uh, science. 
and also outdated predictions too, and just when some history is also wrong. Um, and uh, you know what it is? What I just figured it out. The alien can't see it turning because the alien exists outside of time. Okay, <laughs> follow me here. Okay, go on. No, that was it. Continue. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the Urantia Foundation, which the Urantia Foundation is the modern day pe- those thirty people. They grew into like a big foundation. It's a nonprofit that keeps the word of the Urantia book, and they're like the ones who mostly publishes it and brings the their their name out into the world. Right? Kind of Scientology esque. A little bit, yes. Um uh the main yeah, the racist thing, that's that's all Urantia. Um so at least the Scientologies, as far as I know. <laughs> I don't think they're racist. <laughs> you just stepped in a pile of horse crap, my friend. Um, well, I don't know either. But the thing is, the Urantia Foundation, they're the ones who publish the book, like, usually. Right. Um, uh, turns out, well, they decided to fix some of the mistakes in there. Uh, which, if I was the freaking alien who took all that time to freaking s- transmit my word, I would be so pissed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, listen, listen. That is not what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> it's like changing the Bible to put a Shoney's ad in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is like that. <laughs> like, why? Why? Where does yeah. it start? Where does it stop? All right? If you change one thing in the Urantia book, you might as well get the freaking racist stuff out of it. But we'll we'll get to that right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent. Yes. Want to yeah. talk about racist? Uh... Is that a trick question? You want to talk about the six races? The six races? Let's talk about race. Whoa, that's so shonen esque. <laughs> Do they have like lightning and fire powers? We'll get to that. Okay. Not, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. In the beginning, according this is oh by the way, by the way, before I start, what I am re- what I am reading is the cliff note version of what I actually read in the Urantia book. Okay, all of this is from the book. Just getting that out there. Okay. This is not what I I wanted to say, right? This is what I'm reading to teach my boy Trenton about this tea brand that we are currently drinking. Yay! Now, in the beginning, on Earth, there existed six races. Mm. Um, in the book, Earth is not called Earth. It is called Urantia. Oh, okay. Yes. The six races were different shades of the rainbow. Mm. We had the yellow people, the red people, orange people, green people, blue people, and indigo people. Okay? Wow. And in the book, there is details about all of the people and where did they go and how they evolved on Urantia. Okay? Okay. Uh, We're going to start with the red people. The red people are the best people, right? Oh, are they? They were the smartest. Kind of, kind of, kind of racist of you to say they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is straight up from the book. Oh, okay. The book says they are the best people. They are the smartest people. They were the first ever to make a civilization and a government. Whoa. Um, okay. What they did is they migrated to North America, and they. But like a big problem of theirs is they had a lot of infighting, and they started to fight amongst each other in mm-hmm. the in the red in the red clan. Um, and because of all the fighting, they've become dumber, less spiritual, and a little bit more violent. Mm, um, okay. and then it literally states in the book, these are where Native Americans, as we know them, come from. 
laughing. Wow. Yes. Okay, now hold on. Whoa. Yes, exactly. Can I taste this tea again? Yes. Tastes like red. <laughs> God. It's stained with blood. Stained with blood. Um, so, yes. Wow, that's rough. That's, exactly. Wow, that is... Wow. That, that is very rough. A- again, kind of racist. A little bit. <laughs> it, it literally just said they're dumb and violent. Uh, yeah, like the Blackfoot Indians. It was specifically this brand of Indian. Uh, okay. But they, they don't really know that there's lots of other tribes, <laughs> but I, I doubt they ever did any real research when yeah. being committed from this alien who apparently knows everything about our culture. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, number two is the orange people. Okay, orange people, great builders, right? Mm. Uh, they lived in. That makes sense. Safety vests. <laughs> I get it. Wow, wow! Everything just comes together. It just comes right together. You no, know, the more you it. look, like the more this whole place just feels like an elegant design. You know. <laughs> I feel like my eyes have been clouded this whole time, and f- finally, I'm thinking logically. <laughs> so they were very good builders. They built like awesome stuff out of stone and rock and stuff. They lived in southern Africa, so so very bottom of Africa. Okay. Um, they actually died out a hundred thousand years ago. Whoa. Um, and uh, and it was after they lost a hundred year war with the people of the Green People tribe. Mm. So we don't know much about the orange people because they died out so so and soon. Such a friendly color, being so violent. But we do know they were very good builders. Did they? Okay, continue. <laughs> All right, you're you're gonna hate this one, Trent. Let's talk about the yellow people. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, give it to me. Uh, yellow people uh, established communities, and they, were, they had a huge population. Mm. Um, they had an agricultural-based society. Okay. Um, it says in the book they were inferior to the red people, mm. um, but they were still like pretty big, and they're like, good. We're gonna say, man, it's just it's just facts, you know. Um, and the book says they live in Asia, which is very subtle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, um, that is very subtle. But they are the most peaceful out of all the other colors. Oh, see, they got yes. that going for them. So the yellow people live in Asia, the red people lived in North America, and the orange people are dead. Are you following me? Now, what was what was the real world, you know, counterpoint to orange? Did we figure that out ever? Um, no. Okay. So they they've been like they, they've been gone for a hundred thousand years, okay. so that's before regular civilization as we know it. Good point. Good point. Um, you know, if we saw the orange people, they would be glowing orange. You know. Yeah. Let's talk about the green. Wait people. a minute. Hmm? Nothing. Continue. Green people. Ready about talk about them? Yeah. The violent ones. They're primitive men. Oh. Uh, they are weak. What happened was. They spread out. They're like, strong enough to beat the orange. What they did is they went into three different directions when after they like established their society. They, okay. they all migrated. Um, and so some were, were enslaved or, or and so like they were enslaved by other different people uh, in here. Or they left to do their own thing and that later became Indian, like Indians from India. Um, oh, or, okay. or the descendants of the, the, the second tribe of green people that went over there. And the most famous one are the ones that destroyed the orange people. Um, and uh, they were giants, according to to I just said they were weak. They are weak because they, they were a weak community and a weak structure because they were so primitive and their numbers spread out. Oh, but physically. They were strong and they were giants. And they were around Sick. eight to nine feet. Whoa! Yes. 
Uh, most of the green people uh, phased out over time to become one with the indigo people, mm. which I am not looking forward to talking about them. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> if you stall long enough, you won't have to. <laughs> uh, blue people are the best people. I, yeah. <laughs> I know I said red were the best people. It's actually the blue people. Yeah, the blue people. According to the book, they're the greatest of all of them. Um, it is said they had the brain power of the red, but they had the soul of the yellow. Mm. They invented the spear, and they were the first community to pursue art. And all Whoa. those... Hey, that's self-actualization. And all those, like, pottery stuff that architects find... Not architects, um, archaeologists find. Yeah. Uh, those are, are said from the book, those are from the blue people. Wow. Um, okay. They were at risk of fighting each other and going in and... I thought they had the soul of the, soul of the yellow. They were at risk at one point that they were going to start fighting. But then they decided not to because they, 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 they came one with their spirituality again. Yeah, okay. And they Christ consciousness came back. Yeah, I'll they, give a lecture on that one of these days. <laughs> uh, according to the book, uh, white people are descendants of the blue people. <laughs> yeah! No. Oh, no. no. <laughs> but I won! <laughs> I finally won! No! Something. Stop that. Okay. Um, and uh, white people come from the blue people <laughs> um, after selective breeding with certain people of the red and yellow. So you're saying I'm the distilled stuff. I'm the good guy. <laughs> All right. I will say, I wrote in my notes, it's very sus. <laughs> the, again, Sadler, being a white guy, wrote the fact that, oh, yeah, yeah out of the best one. It would, like, do you, think, do you think there. Sadler would have published this if he was, like, the green people? <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. He wouldn't. He would only publish it if he's looking good. Yeah. Again, Kind of weird that, you know, it was an alien who said that, and also the person who found it was also a racist guy who was also uh, published books, who was also a descendant of the best race ever. I find it kind of interesting that the alien was making a power ranking. He was like, yeah, these guys, these guys are the best. Those guys, they suck. This guy's just reading a book, and it's the Earth. Um, or Orantia. Now let's talk about uh, the one that is the most uncomfortable. We're going to talk about the Indigo race. I can imagine. The book literally calls them black people. <laughs> I thought they were indigo. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Okay, what? <laughs> the book literally calls them black people. Also calls them... Must the, be a very dark shade of indigo. The least progressive people. Whoa. Um, they said they live in India... No, no, not India. They says that they live in Africa unless enslaved. <laughs> um, okay. It said they did not worship the true God, and according to this book, their downfall was a lack of infusion of the uh, Adamic stock. Adamic stock? A-D-A-M-I-C. Adamic? Adamic? Adamic stock? Adam, Adamic? I'm assuming, like, like the, the better stock. Like, okay. like, and that's why they... they, they... Well, like soup? <laughs> or people? What they're, do you mean? they're like people. Yeah, like they, they didn't like they didn't do like good breeding, and that's why the, the gotcha. and like that's the thing. The book goes on to say in the next page they had too many principles. <laughs> they didn't believe in breeding. <laughs> they didn't believe it until after marriage. Yes, right. yes. The book goes on to say the inferior races are the green, orange, and indigo. Like literally, okay. just states that. 
And the best races are red, yellow, and blue. Okay? Okay. Follow me, camera guy. is about to get serious. Red, yeah, okay. So, Native Americans, Asians, and whites. Okay. At least he's spreading it out a little bit. This is also one thing. I, I haven't... One day... I put this here because you get a kick out of it. Okay. One day, two white Aryan race aliens will come <laughs> and eliminate the inferior races. Whoa. These aliens come to every single planet to do this exact thing. Because there's all, apparently there's always these rainbows in every planet. Okay. And the aliens' names are Adam and Eve. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Holy crap! The, the, the most insane thing. This is Hold hor- on, this just got real. This is horrid racist This nonsense. is, whoa. Want to take a sip? Yeah. Tastes like the Garden of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the Urantia Foundation. Um, the leader in spreading the word of the Urantia book, as I said, says this book is not racist. And oh. there was one person who wrote to them and was like, Hey, listen. I really like the Urantia book. I like the, the themes of it. Except for the racist stuff. And I cannot... And I'm white. And even I know this is racist babble. Okay? Yeah. Um, and how they responded was so interesting. They first said, well, first off, stupid. They didn't say that, but first off, stupid. Yeah, but they were pushing on their glasses when yeah. they said it. You did not read the full book, all 2,097 pages, so shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. And one thing they said was, in order for you to like truly read it, you have to read the whole thing nonstop, Without thinking about it, do not try to break everything down. Read it all the way through, multiple times, and then it will make sense. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a tall order. So don't stop and think if this is racist. I think that's called brainwashing. Yeah, exactly. Just believe it, and just keep reading it. <laughs> the more you read it without thinking about it, the more real it becomes. Now, that was the first thing they said, which is automatically so stupid. <laughs> that's quite, Yeah. But the second thing they said is the most dumb, awful thing I have ever freaking read. So this is, like, almost exactly what they said. Okay. Also, there are no black races as we know them in the book. Just colors of the rainbow. And the indigo race were a purple race that existed 500,000 years ago. First off, I'm going to stop there. It it literally says black people in the book. I freaking read it. (laughs) It said they are black people in the first sentence of the Indigo people. They are really trying to retrace their steps here. I know more about this freaking book than you do. (laughs) It says black people there. He just just pointed at the mic. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I'm calling them out. (laughs) I'm sorry. Because they're listening. (laughs) Don't. If you are listening, don't hurt me. William Sadler. (laughs) Please don't kill me in my sleep. Um, This this 150-year-old man. Now, the second thing they said... Is just as bad as that. Right. Modern day black people are just the mixture of the indigo, orange, and green races. And guess what? Wait, you mean it the says, ones they called inferior? In the book, they called that the most three inferior races. You assholes. <laughs> you freaking suck. First off, we never said that black people are bad, all right? We just said they are everything bad. <laughs> right. They don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, stupid, <laughs> stupid, racist nonsense. Let me speak for myself. Mm. 
Oh my god. But grasping at straws. Now, what does this Urantia stuff have to do with Celestial Seasonings tea? Mm. All right? Okay, just one guy, the founder, right? He he Mo Egel. Mo Siegel. 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 All right, he was just one guy who who like read this book, right? And he liked this book, okay? That's one guy out of an entire company. Sure he's the founder, but it can't be that bad, right? Right. Well, that was foreboding. <laughs> Very ominous the way you said that. Now, what if I told you? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> that Mo Siegel is the current president of the Urantia Foundation. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and Mo, from 1969 to 2002... Good year. <laughs> ...was, the, like, the founder <laughs> of, like, the tea brand. He was on the board of directors till 2002. That's okay. That's and farther he, back than I would have expected. He's currently, though... The president of this entire racist organization that says, no, 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 this isn't racist. You're just stupid because you think it's racist. I mean, he just, I mean, uh, maybe he's, I don't know. If, if we're the dumb ones, he's just way smarter than I can even imagine. On every tea bag, uh, not tea bag, every tea box, right? right? There is actually an uplifting message, uplifting message on every box, as you saw on the box that we currently have here. Yes. Would you like me to read it? Yeah, you can read it. Uh, the difference between perseverance and obstinacy is that one often comes from a strong will, and the other from a strong won't. Well, Mo decided to put all these uplifting messages um, uh, inspired by the Urantia book, hmm. and it's highly theorized that some of the quotes from the Urantia book made it on some of the bags, tea bags, and also some of the boxes. Theorized? Theorized. I believe that's confirmed, but I could not... The thing I saw said there was, and I couldn't have anything else to back that up. Mm, gotcha. Um But yeah, uh, Urantia... Good job doing your due, 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 due diligence. I don't want to put words in the racist mouth. That's good, yeah. <laughs> Let them speak for themselves. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Urantia book was used as the moral compass to how the company should run itself in the early days. But who knows? I mean, it's been about, like, 20 years since Mo stepped down uh, from the company. But we there's no way to tell if, like, it still bleeds in through the company's, like, stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. How, how is it tasting, by the way? Uh, still tastes pretty good, actually. <laughs> it really sucks how delicious that is. Yeah. Well, now, now hold on. Yeah. Maybe I just missed something because I was getting a hair out of my tea. Um, didn't you say that Mo is not no longer part of this? Have he, they not split off? He's been gone for twenty years, so they've had plenty of time to convert to Christianity, <laughs> to the real God, to the right, yeah, to the right God. Right. <laughs> so we're in the clear, right? Um, who's to say? They, they there is right now. It's all like secrecy here, mm. but. Until 2002, for the large majority of the company, Urantia Book was the moral compass. Gotcha. And why would Mo just give his company up to people who do not believe the same moral compass as he does? Good point. So it Good could be point. the same people, They're and they could behind their bear. Yeah, and I, and I'm sure they can like like talk to Mo at any point. Be like, "Hey, Mo, what's up? How's the kids? Love you. Kiss him on the freaking mouth." And they're like, by the way, see this tea brand? Can I get you some of your uh, some of your thoughts on here? It's all just r- completely up in the air what we should think. And it's up to the individual who is listening to this podcast and you as Trenton and me to decide 
if all of this is like if all this is a deal breaker for mm. celestial seasonings tea. Um, um you'll be happy to know, Trent, uh, if you scroll to the bottom of the Wikipedia, there's actually a session section of the Wikipedia called uh, the use of other published material without uh, attribution in the Urantia book. <laughs> okay. The Urantia book, this thing from a completely different planet, a completely different alien, right? Uh, was, was flagged for plagiarism. He, he, <laughs> he was plagiarizing <laughs> stuff <laughs> and put it in the Urantia book because <laughs> it couldn't be said. It couldn't be said. Don't you just hate when those freaking Xenos freaking copyright strike your religious documents? This alien is the biggest troll in the world who knows nothing about our science and knows nothing about our laws. He's ruining it all. Matthew Block. We were so close to the truth. (laughs) Matthew Block in 1992 did extensive studies on the Urantia book and he discovered the book uh, is filled with plagiarized work uh, and... Uh, there is lots of lots of examples of this happening. The example given here is from paper 85 in the book. Uh, and it seems to be taken from the first eight chapters of The Origin and Evolution of Religion by Edward Washburn Hopkins. Now that's a name. Edward Washburn Hopkins. Would you name your kid Washburn? <laughs> no, no, not right off. <laughs> I can be persuaded, I'm sure. Uh, my fifth kid, that's Washburn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one I don't The, the one you take risks with. <laughs> Um, and, uh, this was released in 1923, way before the book was published in 1950. Um, mm. and follower of the, uh, of Urantia, Meredith Sprunger, uh, well, she was asked, um, how she felt about all the plagiarisms in the book. Cause there is a steady number mm. and like Matthew Block said there could be over a hundred. Um, and that's speculized. I think there's only, there's 18, like, like a hundred percent. Yes. This is plagiarized. Um, and she said, if humans wrote it, the plagiarisms would be very disturbing. But it is not disturbing if it was written by super mortals. Which. <laughs> that's how they refer to them. That's how M- Meredith, specifically, who wrote super several books. Super mortals. Super mortals. Is like, she's like, it's not scary if it was written by uh, super mortals. It's very scary if it was written by humans. Um. You know, the world's a gray area, Meredith. I like that. You know, she likes to read between the lines. Context is important. Okay? Now, Meredith is entitled to her opinion. I think it's way scarier if supermortals <laughs> who wrote exist, this period. exist and are plagiarists. And, okay, yeah. imagine, right? If they can't come up with anything new, what hope is there for us? Jesus comes back. Is he a supermortal? I'm just saying. Just okay. Jesus, right? Comes back. And let's say he decides to become a music a musician to spread his gospel. Okay. And every song he sung was a Jimmy Buffett song. And wasting away again <laughs> up in Jerusalem. And what he does is says, No, no, that that's my song. No, that's mine. I wrote that. I Jesus Christ wrote that. Hmm. You know what I couldn't do? Couldn't trust him. <laughs> Couldn't trust a single freaking thing this boy says. I would think it's not Jesus. Why would Jesus borrow from Jimmy Buffett? (laughs) Those songs are pretty good. (laughs) Have you heard them? And, again, if 
this was a super being, right? It could be that they just speak in the facts, the truth, and these humans just happen to be right. But it's filled with bad science and outdated history and right. racist stuff. Why would they plagiarize that? Garrett, I want to I stop you right there. I want to say, have you heard of Faith? <laughs> yes, I've heard of Faith. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to take a step back, Ethan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, your auntie don't care about your feelings. <laughs> that's right. You know that's right. All right. How much time I got left? I don't know. Oh, I'm making good time. I'm making. I'm making. Maybe two. I, man, this was like a 12 page thing. I'm really blowing. We've never stopped this. early before, but we may. I had a feeling that I might have some extra time. So I think I will have extra time. So I, right here, I have actually decided to uh, take some time to talk about Celestial Seasons Tea currently. Mm. Um, Because, you know, actually they have like a big annual like tea sampling event that happens at their thing. It's entirely free, which is really cool. Can we get Celestial Seasoning Tea Types 101? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you said that because welcome to Celestial Tea Types 101. Yes! (laughs) Now... Yeah, so wait, so that was it. That was all the that was all the Urantia. There is so much about Urantia, I could not get into a hundred episodes of this podcast. So I'm leaving it just with mm, this right okay. here. One thing I did find out though, well, ha- I, I I saw this YouTube guy, and the YouTube guy was is a big follower, um, and like I'm not going to say his name or anything. He believes it. You can believe whatever you want as long as he does not believe the racist stuff. I don't care. Um, well, that seems seems unlikely that he would believe all of it. I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he is a decent human being. Okay, good, good on, good on you. <laughs> um, but one thing I did find out from him is after you die, you could still have sex as a soul. <laughs> Which now I know... Oh, he's tried it, has he? <laughs> <laughs> he killed himself, come back. And experience. <laughs> and also, at any time, uh, beings from another planet, if, if the world was in danger, they'll beam you into a different world. Well... Okay, that's dope. Yeah. Okay, well, he killed himself. He had sex with a as a ghost, and then he had a baby, and that baby was him. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's how he's here now. Man. Wow. Wow, this is getting doper by the second. And here I thought magic was dead. I know. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, Wizard 101. <laughs> <laughs> like um, okay, so, uh, but... Because I can't really get through all of Urantia, and I do not want to read Urantia. Sorry, that is this is the f- bare minimum of the research I'm willing you're, to do. You're afraid you'll believe it. <laughs> Listen, too much truth for you. If there was like like three cool concepts in that entire book, I still wouldn't want to be like, well, that's pretty cool, <laughs> considering <laughs> considering like the big chunk of what life is on earth is considered to be like yeah these people are worse right 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 okay well well let me let me let me ask you because like in spirit science there is a clear method for advancement you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you can level up your christ consciousness yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> but so how garrett please tell me as a urantian yeah no how do, how do i level up <laughs> How do you level up? How do I level up? Uh, you level up by burning the book. <laughs> and then what? You, then you become real. <laughs> you become a real person. Can I just print another book? Does that count? Does that <laughs> give me experience? you got to keep burning them. Okay. <laughs> the more books you burn, the better you are. Okay. For all the followers of your auntie, that's how you do it. I feel I feel like you're lying to me. I am lying. I don't know. 
Okay. All I know is Mo Siegel made tea and is a racist guy. Okay. <laughs> um, but we're going to stop talking about old celestial seasonings. Spirit science. We're, we're going to cool talk about them. new celestial seasonings here. All right, let's get it. Okay. So I looked up what are the top ten best flavors of celestial seasonings tea. And mm. I found this website called Best Review Tips. Okay. So I have number ten to number one labeled down. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, give you the list, okay? Okay. Um, number 10, drum roll, is Mandarin Orange Spice, caffeine-free. Sweet. <laughs> what are you, why, why are you looking at me like that? Number 9, drum roll, is Lemon Zinger. Number 8, is Lemon Zinger. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? Number nine is Lemon Zinger, and number eight is Lemon Zinger? Yes. Drum roll. Number seven is Sleepy Time. Hey, I know that one. You know that one, yeah? Uh, Number six, Tension Tamer. I'm starting to annoy myself with the drum roll. No, 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 keep doing it. Okay. Number five is Mandarin Orange Spice, not caffeine-free. Number four is Lemon Zinger. (laughs) That's a good one, man. <laughs> it did get number one, but it placed three in a top ten. <laughs> three times. Seems pretty good. I have no idea how that freaking happened, but uh, in best review tips, Lemon Zinger is in there three times. I th- that is. That, y- y- have you seen Subliminal Mickeys? <laughs> yes, from uh, Disney World. Subliminal Zingers. Drink Lemon <laughs> Subliminal Zingers. That's when I freaking zing you with a big burn. Number three is Sleepy Time. Now hold on. Vanilla. Okay. <laughs> number two is True Blueberry. And number one is Bingle Spice Tea. Safe. Uh, this tea, Bengal Spices tea, is a blend of cinnamon, ginger, cardamom, and cloves. It is supposed to remind the drinker of a chai tea and recommends drinking it with milk and sugar. Mm. Sounds good? It does sound good. It sounds good. This podcast is sponsored by Celestial Seasoning Tea, uh, perfectly crafted by a racist cult president to give you a nice, soothing night's sleep with this next one called Sleepy Time. As his legal representative, I would like <laughs> to point out that that is BS. Mo Siegel is the founder. I believe that. He created it. I don't believe we're sponsored by Mo Siegel. Oh, oh yes, you're right. We're not sponsored by Mo Siegel, but we are sponsored by Celestial Seasonings <laughs> Tea. Perfectly crafted by a racist cult president to give you a soothing night's sleep with this next one called Sleepy Time. Okay, now hold on. We just went through a top ten list. Lemon Zinger was on it three freaking times, and you got us perfect pair. This I got the pair. Okay, this is how it freaking well, happened. Long before. Do you do you want to know how this podcast went about? I bought pear to drink on a different episode I was gonna do about some other BS, and my roommate came in and was like, "Celestial seasonings tea? Aren't they like a racist cult?" And I was like, "Oh, doggy doggy, what now?" Of course they would know about that. And I was like, "Huh?" Doggy doggy. <laughs> I was. So taken back, and then they're like, "Yeah," and they did a quick Google search, and they're like, "Yeah, this place is extremely racist." And I was like, "Well, I have racist tea. I guess I'm going to do a big like research on it to see if I can still drink it." Uh, my roommate said that he was originally still on there till 2015. That's not true. 2015 is when the first article came out mm. about this tea. 
Um, so it's still pretty uh, relevant news. Uh, take a sip. What does it taste like to you? It tastes like evil and sin. <laughs> Hate it. That's not where I was going to go, but okay. It tastes great, actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it still does taste pretty good. Um, all right, so Sleepy Time Tea. Biggest tea blend in the entire world. Can I get another cup? Uh, eventually. Okay, we'll do that later. You have to wait your turn, Sam. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. All right, so here is every single flavor of Sleepy Time Tea. Mm. All right? You you tell me if it's justified. Okay? In what way? Just tell me. Justified? Like morally? <laughs> <laughs> Religiously? What do you mean? Just tell me. Would you buy it? Would you drink it? Okay. Would you sip it? Oh, yes. Probably. <laughs> and if you think it's ludicrous, that it even exists. Mm. Or if it's racist. Ludicrous. Take a sip every time you hear the word racist in this podcast. (laughs) Man, we are guzzling down tea like elephants of Sahara. Number one, sleepy time. Would you buy it? Would you drink it? Probably. Do you like it? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) Each one has a bear on it. Probably. It does. No, I probably enjoy it still. I don't have anything against bears. Next one is sleepy time decaf lemon jasmine. Probably. By the way, decaf... There's no caffeine in any of the Sleepy Times. Really? But they said decaf and lemon jasmine for some reason. Mm. Would you drink it? Would you like it? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Sleepy Time Detox. I don't know if I'd buy that one. You don't think so? I don't want to... I don't need... What it? Detox sounds medical. I don't want a medical tea. Alright, what about Sleepy Time Immune Boost? Does that sound medical to you? Yeah. Would you drink it? Would you like it? No. No. Sleepy time extra to, uh, for the extra deep sleep. That reminds me of like NyQuil. Yeah. In fact, if you you know it's kind of funny that it's based off sleepy time and that's their most famous one. When the Urantia book started because of a deep sleep. Kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of fun. Kind of wacky. Yeah. Emphasis on the wacky. wacky. Yeah. Yes. Catchphrase. Yes. <laughs> sleepy time Keurig, Keurig K-cup pods. What? They have a they have a deal with curing? Yeah, they have a curing deal. Wow. Uh, maybe. Did you drink it? Would you like it? <laughs> maybe. Sleepy Time Honey. Pro- yes. Which it, it uh, has the bear on it, and it's honey. He's got the little honey yeah, wand. Yeah, yeah, a little honey wand. <laughs> yeah, he's licking it in his sleep. Uh, Sleepy Time Lavender. Uh, actually, probably not. I, I, I love what, floral When teams. I heard lavender, I was like, eh. I don't, I don't like drinking floral teas. Call me crazy. Um, I like smelling floral. Sleepy time mint. Uh, eh, I don't know if I buy mint tea. I probably try it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy a whole box. They're like four fifty. Yeah, they're they're, like they're a good mint. Yeah, they're not cheap, and they all don't look as good as this limited edition box. Which this limited perfectly pair, yeah. The, the limited edition box looks fantastic. Very cool, but it's a number a big thing. The time this box was like printed normally was definitely when he was still in Urantia in the this, company. This cat is Mo Siegel. <laughs> Do you see the little the little the little swastika on his forehead? <laughs> you know, in between his white hair. I, I have one more thing after we get this. I mean, I'll get. I'll say it right now. Sadler was inspired by a certain book. I can't remember the book because I didn't write it down. Because his it, name, Sadler. Just like William Sadler, the guy, you know. He was inspired. Is he an idea or a person? <laughs> it was a real person. But he was inspired. He was inspired, like, by this other guy. 
Oh, who, who wrote, oh, he who, as a person yeah, was inspired. Yes, by, okay. by this like book, and the same book that Sadler was inspired by also inspired Hitler. Oh, um, which was all about like, like how there's certain races that are just like, bleh. Mm. and so Sadler and Hitler both went on to become very famous uh, in their own respective fields. Uh, one of Urantia and one of killing lots of people. Do you, so, do you think Hitler would have won if he had relaxing tea? Hitler sucks. Well, I guess it's good they didn't meet then. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this guy slept like terribly because he didn't have a delicious cup of sleepy time tea. <laughs> and he kept saying, "Oh, I wish I had a good cup of tea," and he didn't. Yeah, and that's why he lost. Yep. <laughs> USA. USA, 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 USA. <laughs> Sleepy time, Peach. Would you drink it? Would you love it? Would you sip it? <laughs> I think I would. You would? Yeah. Good. Uh, Sleepy time, Sinus Soother. Are these all Sleepy Times? These are all Sleepy Times. These are all the different Sinus versions. Soother now. Um, Sleepy time, Throat Tamer. No. <laughs> You don't want to guzzle down a throat tamer? If I ever met a throat tamer, I would meet him in a group of six. <laughs> I would have a posse in my back. <laughs> you don't meet that man alone. And uh, the last one is Sleepy Time Vanilla. Sure. You would drink Sleepy yeah, Time it's Vanilla? tasty. I don't think I would. Not vanilla? I don't know. I don't know. This is vanilla. I... Perfectly pair with vanilla, you dunce. Perfectly pair with vanilla, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's perfectly pair white tea. No, 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 no. Uh, did it best? No, taste it. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. A, a taste of subtle sweetness of vanilla flavor. A taste of history. Man. I'll read the box. <sighs> yeah, the sorry, 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 y'all. Sorry, y'all. So, anyway, uh, wow, I was able to get everything I wrote down. I had 12 pages of notes. So, I, I guess I'm going to ask you what do you think now? What do you think about Celestial Seasoning's tea? Well, uh, it's quite quite the kooky story. It's very kooky. Very, 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 very wacky. wacky. <laughs> Emphasis on, on the wacky, wacky right? <laughs> oh, of course. I gotta return okay. the high five. <laughs> yeah, right. um, oh, oh, forgot to mention, mm-hmm. the, this entire podcast, or at least this episode, started with an ill omen. When <gasps> yeah. we were making the tea. Okay, I've been using this smart cookie mug for a year now. It's a cookie with arms and legs with glasses. It's a cute little cookie with with big old glasses and it says smart cookie. Yeah. And I need that for my mental energy. And he, Trenton has been using this mug for like a year. Yeah. That's what I just said. Oh, sorry. No, you're forgiven. Sorry, I was a little aggro. Keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> no, please. No, please, you. Um, now, this is your, co- your mug. No, 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 please. I want you to... Anyway, so when he was pouring the tea, <laughs> so when he was pouring the tea, okay, we put the- <laughs> he's sulking in the corner. <laughs> Go on. Go on. When when we put the tea bag in the cup and we pour the water in the tea like we've done many a time in the mm. cup, you know? All of a sudden, a deluge of water starts pouring out of the bottom of the mug and we're like, "Oh, oh, oh, this boiling water." <laughs> He runs to the bathroom, leaving a trail of boiling liquid <laughs> all the way there. Foot, it, hurt. it got on his foot. And what is that? Is that wax or is that... That's tea, I think. Wait. Oh, it's not. It's <laughs> no. like green I don't have my glasses on. 
Uh, it's not important. Okay, well, he has an unimportant stain on his shorts. It's very green. It's very green and very sus. Anyway, so the the mug cracked all the way down the friggin' side, yeah. all the way down to the bottom, and it just... It, it's still in one piece. It yeah. still exists, but it leaks like a sieve. It's it's unusable now. That that it's worked so many times before, and the one time we tried to put celestial seasonings tea, it destroyed the mug. It destroyed the mug. Yeah, and like right now, you I can know, actually you know what this mug is. What a green person. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had a freaking a red mug. <laughs> a red or a blue or you know anything or a I, yellow. See. You know it's weird now. It, this this whole freaking cult has ruined the rainbow for me. <laughs> like the, the rainbow is being used by so many different ideologies <laughs> and groups. I know. Like when I look at the freaking like the pride flag now, I'm just going to think there's just like like six men stacked on top of each other. Hey, Christians have been have been waving the rainbow for a while. For what? It was. That was like oh yeah 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 God made the rainbow yeah for yeah. like uh, the flood the, the ark yeah so you but, have uh, so we had that and then yeah and then the the Irish <laughs> sure <laughs> I don't know a lot of people the rainbow is being is <laughs> free real estate <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean I mean yeah you can just you can't copyright a rainbow I don't think that's true because like well can you I don't think can't you com- can't you copyright like a mundane word like money. I don't know. I, I I do. I have no recollection. I have not done any studies on law. When I was when a, it comes to copyright, when I was a rainbow. child, it might have been. It might have just been in my neighborhood. But I know every kid in my neighborhood believed wholeheartedly, with all of our little dragon hearts, mm-hmm. that Trump copyrighted the word money. <laughs> and we believed truly that every time we said money. He got a dollar. <laughs> I have heard that when I was little too. Okay, so it wasn't just when I those. when I was like in elementary school. I heard that. Okay, good. And everyone was like, "Who's collecting it?" And people would just say, "Money, money, money!" In the hallway because they were like, "Keep getting richer." Oh, yeah, I see that you're looking at the freaking timer. It's still my hour. Okay, you have to listen to me. Sorry. <laughs> your... uh, we got three and a half minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about? Um... Slenderman? We're talking about tea, man. Okay. All right. Well, again, would you drink Celestial Seasonings tea? Um, That's the question. Would you drink this knowing the fact would that... Would I drink it? 100%. Would I yeah. buy it? Would you I buy don't it? Know. Because, well, okay, well, listen... I'm a, I am a, I am a, I am a man that's all about efficiency and like, and like usefulness, like yeah. aesthetics and morality <laughs> doesn't keep me back, okay? Maybe um, others like you deal with your conscience and your morality, but me, I think like a survivalist. Now you guys might think I'm a sicko, but the reason I wouldn't buy Celestial Seasonings is because it costs four fifty. <laughs> And that is just too much for me. Okay, I'm gonna buy just black tea. I'm gonna put a butt ton of sugar in it. Okay, like a real yeah. southern man. I'm gonna yeah. guzzle it down, and I'm gonna die when I'm 45. <laughs> With the amount of sugar I put in tea, I'm, I probably won't make it to 40. Here's, you know what? You know what? People say hey, you're gonna die early, and guess what? Yeah. I'm a lot happier than they are, ain't I? They're not drinking tea, yeah. so they can suck it. Yeah, right now you are the happiest man I've ever seen. I'm going to flip them off from my freaking grave. <laughs> my little skeleton hand's going to come out of my bony grave. This is what I think you should do when you die, right? I think what you should do when you die, just to really just prove it to the haters, right? Mm. When they lower you down, it's a spring-activated coffin. And when you go all the way down, it shoots <laughs> you <Boing>! up. <laughs> 
And then when you land, you explode into a giant, beautiful array of celestial seasonings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and make all those freaking, you know, wannabe haters, those Urantia noners, you know, make have, them all drink it. Have you heard of, you've heard of holy water? Yes. Is that what it is? Well, Celestial if you seasoning. fall into Celestial Seasonings tea, you become a fornicating ghost. <laughs> and, and, he, and he, you know. I only drink my Celestial Seasonings tea with holy water. <laughs> yeah, I think if you fall into, like, if you mix, like, a bunch of the tea bags, mm-hmm. like, bad things might happen. Like, you might become, like, a spirit with, like, 18 heads. Yeah. And, um, like, have sex with trees. <laughs> That's how dryads came about. <laughs> I heard of dryads? Oh, man. How does a tree get pregnant? I just explained it in no uncertain terms. <laughs> okay, there's an 18-headed ghost. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, where does it come from? Where does it go out? You sicko! <laughs> That's a private matter, you freak. Does it ooze out the bark? That's disgusting. <laughs> go back to your freaking corner. <laughs> Confused with how? How do you? One, hey, hey! Go eat your peanut butter. Go to your, go to your kennel. It's my hour. I'm not going to the kennel. All right, we got 20 seconds. Uh, Again, I I don't think I'm going to buy any more celestial seasonings tea. I think that's fair. Just because I don't like your like the Urantia thing. If you like Urantia or any other religion, that's your thing. It's a freedom of religion, but don't be racist. That's just my big thing. Mm. If you're going to, if you're, oh, okay. Okay, you shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. I got to go clean some hair <laughs> some Russian pipes. Can I come with you? No. Uh. <sighs> um, well, join us next time on I'll Give You an Hour, where Trenton gets the hour, and I'm going to uh, interrupt him a lot. Okay. Make, make him. I realized I was doing it like halfway through. I tried to stop. No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not really upset. It, it takes a lot to make me upset because I. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Because I am That's made of stone, around. but don't use that as a challenge to make fun But of me. don't step on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. People give me insults. I just wipe off. I'm and, holy stone. Unless they really hurt. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, uh, thank you for watching, everybody. If you need to get with me, I will be, um, I'll be, uh, in a drainage ditch, just eating all, a lot of grubs, you know? Mm. And, uh, and if you need to get in touch with me, I will be climbing to the top of the highest trees I can find and conversing with squirrels, trying to learn the secret of flight. (laughs) Squirrels, they're the best flyers in the world. We all know that. Uh, Anyway, uh, aloha. Bye.